On today's episode, we're going to continue our interview series with one of our EGI members, Mr. Ben Carter. Welcome to Cracking the Code, the show that helps you overcome the challenges you face every day in contracting and keeps you on the cutting edge of emerging trends and best practices. Now, before we get started, I want to run a short clip from our Seizing the Summer series. This is a 16-week program that launches June 1st and goes on every Monday for 16 weeks. So first and foremost, you got to do reviews. Whether you do them trimester uh, or quarterly, you got to do at least three. We do four. These are scheduled out. They should be put on your calendar for the whole year. They are already on my calendar for all the companies. Yes, I dislike them. Yes, I dislike doing them. Yes, I do not like the time commitment that attaches to it. I'm just like you. It's hard to create that time, but I've also learned over my career and experience in developing people. It's the most important thing I do for them. So while it's not great from the standpoint of, oh my gosh, we've got to do a review again. It's a quarter review time. You know, when I'm done with them, I'm energized. And I feel really fantastic that the feedback that we've given to the team members is about helping them. And you can see it in their eyes. They're excited to get the feedback. They're excited about understanding how they can get better. And uh, you know, the younger people in our companies are very, very interested in that. Uh, some of the people that might be more seasoned, uh, like myself, um, we still love feedback, uh, but we have context. So you know, we've gotten a lot of feedback over time. And so um, it's still important, though, that you get feedback. So do the reviews, do them quarterly, make them prepped, uh, go to the section 13, download the review that I have there. There's also a leadership 360 review, 360 degrees, which is where they review us. And so that feedback is equally important to me. Uh, I read through some of those comments and I think, you know, I absolutely, they're right, I can do a better job in these areas. And so it's important because you, what happens is you get a little lazy, you get a little distracted, you get a little tired of doing the same thing. You lose the discipline of consistency because consistency isn't always sexy. And so they tell us, hey, you know, you guys aren't doing a, 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 I'm not, I, I don't feel like I understand the communication of the core value the right way. Okay, great. Or we need to add a core value was the last comment. Um, you know, are we committed to these types of things? So good feedback, 360 degrees. Now, if you're a premium member, you already have access to this, so make sure you tune in. If you're not a premium member, go to egaa.org summer and learn all about it. Now, a while back, we had the chance to do a lunch with one of our EGI members out of Colorado Springs. Mr. Ben Carter runs SoCo Heating and Cooling. So we invited him over to chat with Gary Ellix and our team about everything regarding running an HVAC company. In this segment, Ben's going to talk about how he met Gary Ellix deciphering all the information about HVAC business online and who to trust, pricing changes, and how he became an EGI member. When, we were, when I saw you last time, we were talking about like how you met Gary and all that. <clears throat> yeah. Talk a little yeah. bit about how that kind of manifested and into kind of more <laughs> of where, how, how that helped you kind of take the steps to get to where you are today. Yeah, so, you know, especially in those early days, it was it was nothing but questions, a lot of questions. You know, how do you do this? What do you do with that? How do you get new customers to call? How do you? And so you just go out there and you're putting all of this information out there, these, these questions, and, and 
you know, it's the days of social media, so we can go out there and find a forum that is built by a bunch of people that are all doing the same stuff that you're doing. And you go out there and you ask a question, and then you'll get a thousand different answers. And, you know, Joe will say this, and then Bob will say, Joe's a moron, you do it this way, and then somebody else comes out and calls Bob out and they've got their own way and you know the, this guy has this way and you know oh call these people it's only five thousand dollars a month or whatever it is it could have been five dollars a month but in those early days <laughs> it's the same thing you know and so it's just a whole bunch of stuff that and you don't know who any of these people are you know and then you'll go and maybe look through their profiles or something and try to figure out if that's somebody that you should listen to and how do you evaluate if that's somebody with good ideas or not. And so there was a whole lot of that stuff. And then on occasion, there'd be these little blurbs that would come up in the comments that just sounded like, that was coming from a place of knowledge rather than a place of, well, this is what I do and it hasn't killed me yet, you know, and that's great it hasn't killed you yet, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily a, something that can translate to others, right? And then, uh, so, you know, in some of those early, early days when we were first starting to bring on some additional people, you know, the addition of one person in the office part-time making 15 bucks an hour makes a really impressive impact on your bottom line and when all you've been trying to do is make enough money to feed your family and now you've got to feed that person's family too it, you know and I wasn't prepared for some of those things and so I was trying to figure out how I adjust pricing and how you do these things and then Gary started coming in with some of these answers on some of those places and and the information just actually seemed credible you know for a change and then you know I had already kind of been in all of my research seeing all sorts of things in all sorts of different places and you come across some videos and then you know it actually took me a while before I put together that the guy Gary that was commenting on these things and making sense was also the dude that was in these videos that I had been watching and trying to make sense out of and so yeah, I mean, it got down to a point, you know, fairly early on as we were first starting to grow where uh, I was really kind of in a panic because, you know, I had the business, we were running our asses off, but I had nothing to show. And so then it was a lot of Gary's information on how to change those pricing and how you adjust for the pricing, how you build up an actual price, not just, a, well, this is what my equipment costs, so times three and out the door we go. Um, yeah, it was that information that, you know, we sort of started to implement it on an emergency basis and all of a sudden we weren't closing and all of a sudden we were starting to put some money together. You know, it was those early Facebook conversations, that's what got us away from the kitchen table and to the shop. You know what I mean? Um, and, and so, yeah, so it was just this, you know, no pressure, no anything. It, it was actually just genuine information from somebody experienced and successful with a track record. And that was the one thing that I hadn't been able to find out there. 
And uh, so, yeah, so that happens there. And then, you know, you get another little tidbit, another little tidbit. And before long, it's like, okay, well, so all of these little tidbits are done up in videos with all of these great, like, downloads that I can just start going through. So, yeah. So I ended up signing up and going with the EGIA stuff and sitting there watching videos and videos and videos and videos. And my kids come over and they're like, hey, you want to go do this? I'm like, I'm, I'm studying right now. I'm watching a video, guys. I'm sorry, I can't do that right now. And yeah. How much time were you putting in on that? You know, you always hear the phrase working on your business as opposed to working in your business. Mm -hmm. How much time, you know, out of, you know, I don't want to say out of the field because I don't know if you're 100% in the field, but out of the day-to-day -day operations and working on things that were, you know, going to yield benefits in the future. How much of that time are we thinking about? I, you know, I, it, it, I don't know. It slowly sorts of, sort of becomes more and more as you go. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm still in the field sure. to some degree. You know, I'm still, uh, I run most of the estimates and those sorts of things because we're still trying to get a lot of those things into place for, for some of that next level growth that we're, you know, coming up to next. Um, you know. I have a bad habit of rushing into into things without being fully prepared, and uh, so yeah, so we're taking a little bit of a slower approach right now. But um, you know, for the longest time, what it was was you know me running around all day, and we'd run the calls, and you know our, our company is 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 open basically eight to eight. Those are the primary hours, and so. After eight o'clock, after those final service calls or estimates or whatever it is, then I go and I sit in the shop and I sit there until 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night, watching videos, reading books, or you know, doing whatever it is that I got to get done for the next day. And yeah, so I mean, really, it wasn't. It, it took quite a bit of not taking away from the field right. to get to a point where I can start to transition some of those things out of there. So, yeah. Then you had Gary come down. Yeah, yeah. How was that? That was intense. That was intense. That was it was a, a, a yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's you 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 bring in somebody like Gary who knows all of this stuff in ways that you don't, and uh, you know. To some degree, it's a little painful hearing all of the problems and all of the mistakes and where you went wrong with things. And then on the other side, it's a whole lot of gratitude for somebody being able to come in and make sense of those things and, yeah. and, and help explain and help you to understand what you're doing um, and help you come up with those plans for, for implementation moving forward. You know, I mean, that was, yeah. It's it's an intense thing, you know, especially if you've never gone through anything like that, you know. Well, we hear you're doing great. I mean, nothing but wonderful things. You know, we're 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 growing and and trying to do our stuff. So, you know, every day has its own sets of challenges, but yeah, it's going pretty good. We were talking the other night too about just like the average contractor, kind of what their mindset is. Um, you know, what, what do you say to guys that are where you were that can't really bust out of that first kind of threshold where they're, like, they're just their own worst enemy or whatever it is? Yeah, like, yeah. Tell me a little bit about kind of like what you've learned just going through your experience with that. 
It's it's uh, it's hard. I mean, I guess the 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 main thing. I don't know if it, even if it's the main thing, but one of the things that I've definitely learned there is is you have to make a a clear decision as to what you're going to do and where you're going to try to go, and once you make that decision, you have to adhere to it and 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 do what it takes to go there. You know and. It's always hard when you set out with one ideal in mind and then reality comes through. And when reality comes through and starts to show you, you know, maybe that's not really going to work out to, to get you to those places that you wanted to get to, you know. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a guy with a tool bag. I love fixing stuff. You know, I mean, that's what attracted me into the industry and everything in the first place. And so, you know, to to, to realize that carrying your tool bag is costing you money and potential is is kind of a hard thing to get to. Um, but you know, if you want to actually have a life, you can't really stay as just a guy in a truck. You know, a husband and wife team can only go so far, you know, and it doesn't matter how great a customer service you provide or how loyal a customer base you have, if you took this, the, the weekend off to take the, the kids to go see grandma and grandpa, and your customers have an emergency and you don't answer the phone, you just lost a customer. Mm -hmm. And when you only have 100 or 200 customers total to, to earn your living from, losing, you know, losing a person, losing a house, that's a lot of money. So you can't really do those things. So then you start prioritizing you know, your customers over your family and then your family starts to get a little grumpy with you and uh, you know, it starts to have its own ramifications. So yeah, I mean, there's only, there's only so far that you can really take that. And so you know, if you decide that that's where you want to stay at, that's, that's great. That's just going to have certain challenges and you're always going to have to be a little bit on the hustle. And then on the other side, you know, if you decide that uh, what you want is more than what you've always had, then you have to start working towards that side instead. And that's probably one of the hardest things to, to figure out there. And it's, you know, it, it put me into a bit of a funk when I realized that I can't just be a technician to run around and fix everybody in Colorado, you know, uh, I, I, in order to even be able to do that. I have to be able to pay for things and you know I can't be everywhere at once and even just having a small company at some point you've installed so many units and inevitably you're going to have some warranty issues that creep up and now those warranty issues are conflicting with your ability to go generate new incomes and I mean it's just it's almost the nature of the business is it's going to have to grow even to just maintain at a point. So trying to understand that and then trying to make the changes necessary to, to go in those directions, I mean, that's really hard stuff. How's the summer, this summer been for you guys, as far as sales? I mean, we've done really good. You know, we've, we've been up, you know, probably about double where we were last year. Um, but even still, even at that, it actually has been a little, a little hit or miss. You know, we've had a pretty mild summer here, so it yeah, wasn't yeah. there wasn't real high demand. Right. But, uh, but uh, yeah, it, it's been a it's been a pretty good summer. You know, we've got a lot of trying to roll out a lot of different changes and things as you're in the middle of summers. Maybe not the best idea, but right. you know, 
Yeah, it's been uh, it's been pretty good though. Yeah. Winner. Do you do the sales for the company? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the the way that we've we have it set up um, currently, and this actually came in after Gary came in for for our our, our consulting. Is we had, I I had tried to shift into a selling technician sort of a scenario, and then I actually started to look at the numbers and 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 realized that my guys were were actually closing less than twenty five percent of the things that they were bidding on. Yeah. So, you know, when I've got a, a historical close rate closer to 75% and I need to stack up an install board, then sure. that's, that's, it doesn't make sense for me to not be in the field <laughs> at that point. Exactly. So, um, so we had to hit the reset button on that a little bit and started implementing more of a turnover type of a model. And so now I'm, I'm out there and I run most of the estimates and most of the system designs and, gotcha. you know, those sorts of things. And then uh, the plan is now, you know, heading into school starting and into the early fall seasons, and then we're going to have a big old blitz on on training for the service guys on the, you know, on the sales side and on the other side. You know, we've got uh, I just took our break room and got um, speakers and stuff set up in there and projectors and all that kind of stuff so that we can start really hitting the the training hard on the on the next round of stuff so you know it's a it's a weird balance at this stage because it's like you have to learn a whole bunch of stuff and then you have to go roll it out and then you got to learn a whole bunch of stuff and then you got to go roll it out and so it's it's tricky right now but it's it's a lot of fun it's a different type of challenge so what made you Mm -hmm. yeah. What made you get to the point, you think, um, to invest in starting getting into training again? Yeah. Well, so you, you and I had been doing, you know, some talking back and forth. Right. And, um, you know, I was, I was at that point relying mostly on the HVAC groups for information and help and those kinds of things. And then it was... <coughs> Gary coming up in those same groups and then providing some of those tidbits of information and those things that, you know, are in all of those training videos that are out there. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, uh, you know, I guess, I guess really it was that the, the free sample, you know what I mean? And I guess is kind of what it was, that little yeah. bit of a free sample. And it took a while, you know, before I actually realized that Gary and EGIA were sort of all in that same sort of a place, sure. you know what I mean? And so, uh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that was, a, that was a big part of it was, you know, getting that information from Gary, that initial information on better ways to do some pricing that really helped save the company in an early stage, okay. you know, and we implemented those changes and, you know, that pretty quickly demonstrates some value for it. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you like the, the, the availability of the online content being able to pull it up when, when I need to? Can. I mean, what you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's really, that's really helpful because there's a lot of times when you're just like, man, I'm, 
dealing with some sort of an issue and so then you go looking around to see what they've got video wise sure. and you know it seems like almost inevitably you find something you know something in there that's helpful right. you know right. I was just watching a video yesterday about uh, you know the family dynamics inside of a company when you have family running a company yeah, together so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it, it, it I, I'm pretty sure we were we were used in as, a, as an example in there a couple of times but you know <laughs> my man Gary you may not have been named but uh, if the shoe fits is that what you're saying we we, we weren't there named were no names in the video. we weren't named but I'm pretty sure you were silently mouthing Ben and Christy my but you know <laughs> just suggesting that if the shoe fits that uh, there may be many companies that yeah. fall into that there's I'm, probably a lot of personalization that people are probably going these talking about me yeah yeah it's talking about me yeah yeah common problems all good that was fun though Awesome content from Ben right there. Now, if you're interested in learning more about EGI membership, I encourage you to sign up for our 30-day free trial by clicking join at the top of this page. You can try out all of the online training programs absolutely free. We have videos and programs on every topic you can think of, such as leadership, financial structure, pricing, in-home sales, tech communication and selling, and much, much more. So sign up for a trial and try it out for yourself absolutely free. And if you're already a member, well, then you better be logging in and watching all these courses. Remember. Training is like eating, you gotta do it every single day. Next week we'll continue our series with Ben Carter. Next week will be part three. He'll talk about recruiting new employees, background checks, Gary's thoughts on Ben's progress, and setting big goals. See you next week, until then, bye bye for now. <laughs>